And it was beautiful. Love the new song. It's fun. It's great. Church is fun. Church should be fun anyway. If it's a bit boring, well, just tell us and we'll up it a bit. <laughs> we'll, we'll amp it up. Okay? All right. Well, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for it. I thank you for every person who's in the house this day. Lord, you knew each one would be here. And, Father, I believe that th there'll be a word for everybody. Lord, be something in the message that will uh, touch them and help them and grow them in one in a way, in any way, Father. So we're so grateful to you. We love you so much. We love your son, Jesus. We're so, so thankful that he was willing to come to this earth, die on the cross, suffer down in hell. <clears throat> and I just praise you, Lord. He rose again victorious over hell, death, and the grave. And uh, that is why we are here, because he's our Lord and he's our saviour, he's our king. And it's great because he takes you out of darkness and he puts you into life. And if you've never, you don't know the Lord, you've got to get to know him. It's the best decision you can make in your whole life because this is an eternal decision. All right then. Well, I'm talking about great expectations is my title. So God wants us to have great expectations this year. Don't start the year off thinking, oh, no, another year, you know. Have great expectations for what God is about to do. He wants us to expect big and to stretch our faith to believe for big changes, big answers to prayer. And he'll honour you. He'll honour your faith. God always honours faith. Never quit. Even if you say, no, I've been believing this for so long, keep holding on because faith always wins. So it's time to go for all of us me included, to go to a whole new level of faith in God and things that we've struggled with for a long time will suddenly be overcome. Isn't that good? That's great. So we've got to shift our thinking from any thought of failure, any thoughts of sickness and lack and hopelessness and despair. Get rid of that, shift your thinking and become so filled with great expectations for this year and for our future to have great expectations. Amen. And, you know, God wants us to have, always to have great expectations. And he wants us to have great faith. That's not just for reserved for a few people. It's reserved for the whole body of Christ. He wants all of us to have great faith. And he, want what he, he wants us to have great faith for what he wants to do in the earth this year. He's going to do some great things. So it is faith that brings great expectations into the here and now. So God wants us to have the faith of conquerors. In fact, more than conquerors. It says we are more than conquerors through the Lord Jesus Christ. He wants us to have this fearless, triumphant, victorious faith. Sounds good, doesn't it? You know, you need to start saying that about yourself. Thank you, Lord. I've got great uh, triumphant faith, victorious faith. Start saying that, and then your, your heart will start to believe that, and you'll actually start to move in faith in a way that you've never walked before. So I'm really looking forward to this year. We may have our ups and downs nationwide, but I have great expectations, and I have great expectations for this church, that God wants to do amazing things in this house. 
Thank you, Lord. So, so when it comes to faith, the Bible says that faith has a voice. It's not just a word of faith. No, faith has a voice. It says in 1 Corinthians 1.10, Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Are you going to sit down and walk around? Thank you. Okay. So it's not saying we go around like robots saying exactly the same words. We're not doing that. He wants us all to have a faith-filled language, a language of great expectation for what God will do. He wants us to have a language of trust, hope, and faith. So there will be a massive power released when God's people speak the same things. If we will speak the same things, massive power power will be released. And as we speak words of life and hope and healing and abundance, freedom, thankfulness, wisdom, our words start working for us and all things are possible. Remember in the Tower of Babel, Babel, you know, they were building this tower, but it wasn't to God, it was to Satan. And uh, and they were all speaking one language, one, you know, they were one. And God brought confusion on their language so that they could not do what they wanted to do. That shows the power of, of speaking the same thing. That was the evil side. But how much more can we, if we're speaking the same things and they're hoping the same things, how much more powerful would we be? And how much ready, how God is ready to answer and uh, make good of our faith? It says in 2 Corinthians 4.13, And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. Faith is never silent. Faith always speaks. Always. A whole new sound is breaking forth. A sound from heaven and a sound rising from the believers on the earth, meeting and creating a frequency which will shatter and destroy the enemy's plans. Break chains of despair, uh, chains of sickness, hopelessness, poverty, wickedness. It's the sound of victory. Every, everything in this earth has its own vibrational frequency. We, we know that. Kidney stones can be destroyed by sound. When the vibrational frequency applied matches the frequency of the stone, it breaks up and it, it is destroyed. You know about a female, female singer, soprano, if they, reach, if they reach a very high pitch and there are crystal glass around, it can crack and shatter the crystal. It's because the atoms of the crystal start to vibrate at the speed of the voice frequency until it can't handle it anymore and it shatters. So that is what's going to happen in the realm of the spirit. As the vibrational frequencies of faith words from coming from our mouths and the mouth of the body of Christ, they align with the frequencies of heaven and Satan's shackles and bondages over people's lives will be destroyed and people will be released from their prisons of despair, 
hopelessness, oppression, sickness, and so forth. Every part of our body has its own resonant frequency. When we speak to our bodies and speak the promises of God over them, we align with the frequencies of heaven and our body starts to line up with heaven where there is no sickness. Amen? So you speak healing to your body. You speak the word to your body. Jesus, you bore my sicknesses. You carried my pains. And with all stripes, I have been healed. And that's you're releasing the frequencies of heaven, which can destroy that. Same with oppression, same with depression. I rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Say it until finally it gets into you. You know it. So the frequencies and the words God released at creation brought the world into existence and brought life. So when Satan came to tempt Adam and Eve, he brought frequencies of death, decay, and destruction. No matter what you think, or believe what comes out of your mouth has a huge bearing on your life. You may think you can get away with speaking doom and gloom over your life and family, or that you can speak negatively about your situation, or you could go around saying, oh, I'm always sick. But while you're speaking negatively about your situation, it will not go unnoticed in the realm of the spirit. Nothing does. So we have an enemy who is constantly enticing us to speak defeat, speak failure, speak hopelessness, speak death, sickness, lack, fear, bitterness, and all of these things. So why are our words so important to him? Because this is the only way he can have any impact or control over our lives and our circumstances. That's the only way. Is by our words we give permission. But we have powerful allies working for us. Woohoo! <laughs> we have our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and the whole angelic realm. And I tell you what, there are more angels for us than there are demons. There are, Satan took a third. God's got way more, way more. So the angels are listening for the voicing of our word. They're waiting for the voice of faith so they can act on our behalf. They want us to speak words of great expectations. Psalm 103, verse 20, it says, Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. In other words, they're listening to the voicing of God's word. The angelic realm of listening all the time. So every time we declare God's words over our lives, every time we praise the Lord in hard and difficult times, our words form a sword. I've talked about this before, from our mouths. And our angels are able to take that sword in the spirit and fight with it and defeat the enemy on our behalf. Isn't that good? Because the sword of the spirit is the word of God. So if we're ever going to have conquering faith, it is vital that the body of Christ has a revelation that God is a good God. He's not an angry God. He's not a mean God. He's a good God. He's full of goodness. And we know there will come a time when he will bring judgment at the great white throne of judgment, but we are in the time of his grace. Jesus took 
judgment upon himself. The judgment for sin came upon Jesus. So God is not mad at you. If you're thinking, oh, I think God might be mad with me today. No, God is not mad with you. He's not punishing you for things you've done. He's not punishing our nation, but he will judge wicked leaders of nations. So God is love. He's not out to punish the sinner. He's offering salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. So we are his ambassadors on the earth. So we are to extend the same love and mercy to others. And as the family of God, as a church, the family of God, we are making a new sound for 2024. The voice of victory, the sound of victories. Faith is going to become easy because we know and understand in our heart our Heavenly Father. We know the heart of the Father. God is for us. He's not against us. And there's nothing, there's nothing that he would withhold from us. There's nothing good that God would withhold from us. We're his children. He loves us. He absolutely does. So he's taking us to the other side, if you like. Whether we sink or swim, it doesn't matter to God. He'll still get us to the other side, the side of victory. And if you sink, if need be, he'll put breathing apparatus on you <laughs> and get you to the other side swimming underwater. <laughs> so no matter what darkness is thrown at us, our faith must be in the one and only true God who loves us with an everlasting love. And this is not the time to be timid about our faith. Be bold. It's time to be bold about our faith. It says, remember, we believe, therefore we speak. It literally means we talk about, we tell as a continual part of our conversations, not a once-off or haphazard speaking. We believe, therefore we speak. We keep that belief in our speech all the time. Our conversations are to be filled with faith. No, God, you're on my side. I'm not fearful about that. I'm not worried about that. You'll take care of that. You know, you cast all your cares upon him. We can declare things in prayer, but what we are saying in our daily conversations is what counts. What is coming out your mouth in your daily conversation? You know, God's words, remember, they are spirit and they are life. When we speak the promises of God, when we connect with heaven's way of thinking, our words become spirit and life. They work for us not only in this physical realm, but they work in the spiritual realm where darkness operates from. I tell you what, they are scared of us. They don't want the body of Christ getting the full revelation of who they are. We're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We're heirs of God. What power has Satan got over us? We're the sons and daughters of the Most High God, and he's just a creep that creeps on the earth. That's all he is. <laughs> so it's a proven fact that sound waves remain in the atmosphere and they travel great distances because you could be praying for somebody on the other side of the world. But it's a proven fact that sound waves remain in the atmosphere. Our words remain in the atmosphere of our homes, our workplaces, our cars. I don't know what you say in your car. <laughs> Churches, the church. Wherever we go and speak, our words remain. And if you've said, oh, I've said words 
oh, I don't like those words. Now, you better cancel them out. Father, I just cancel out all that negative stuff that, I, that I've spoken and I cover it with the blood. You don't want bad words remaining in your house. If you've had a big flare-up and an argument with your wife, you better repent quickly, get it right, and uh, just lose any darkness because I tell you what, Satan feeds. There are demons that feed on strife and uh, hate and bitterness and all of that stuff. So repent quickly. Say, Father, I forgive us. We'll not do this. We'll not argue. And we just come on, you know, everything in, who will come to that, get out of this house, darkness, get out of this house. And I cancel out all of those words in Jesus' name. So when you tune into a channel on a TV or radio, it's always old hat that now, isn't it? <laughs> radio. Uh, you, you know, you have to tune it. You have to, to find the right frequency for every channel to receive the sound in the picture. Isn't that right? You just can't turn it on and hope it's going to tune itself. It won't. You know, you've got it. It's got to be tuned to that uh, frequency. And there are frequencies in the realm of the spirit too. So what channel are we tuning into? What channel? The kingdom of darkness has certain frequencies and heaven has its own frequencies. God has good frequencies. They are good frequencies. Anything that's negative and, and uh, filled with bitterness and anger and unforgiveness and, all, and violence and all of that stuff, you know it's not God. It's coming from somewhere else. So tuning into hopelessness, tuning into unbelief, despair, bitterness or Fear, they're all Satan's channels. You're, when fear comes into your life, you're tuning into Satan's channels. If you are in unbelief, you're tuning into his channels. And when there's hate, you're tuning into his channels. When there's unforgiveness, you're tuning into Satan's channels. So instead, we've got to tune into God's channels of hope, of joy, of faith, of love, victory, by declaring the word of God. There's no other better way. This is the way. I mean, we've, we've been teaching this stuff for years and years, and it's still the truth. <laughs> it hasn't changed. The world has changed, but the word of God stands the same forever and ever. It will never change. So if we think faith thoughts, we're tuning into heaven's frequency. When we speak faith and love, we not only tune into heaven's frequencies, we also transmit heaven's frequencies. Isn't that good? You're transmitting heaven's frequencies. When you're speaking in love, when you're speaking in faith, when you're joyful, you're releasing heaven's frequencies. When we think and believe unbelief and fear and bitterness, offense, we tune into, as I said, the kingdom of darkness. You need to cancel out every negative word that you've spoken and the thoughts repent of wrong thoughts so when we when we speak the word of God those words carry the frequencies of heaven and activate heaven's realities and bring them into this physical realm when you speak words of life of healing and miracles we connect with heaven's frequencies and healing and life are manifest in this natural realm. Jesus said, I only speak what I hear the Father speak. That's all he'd speak. On this earth, 
If you want to know what God's like, read what Jesus said. He said, I only speak what I hear the Father say. He never lost his temper. Yes, he tipped those tables up in the temple, but that was on purpose. It wasn't out of, he was anger, righteous anger, that they were polluting the temple of God and using it for their own uh, greed. So Jesus, he said, I only speak what I hear the Father speak. He refused to speak all that negative stuff of the world or to agree with his disciples when they talked unbelief and fear. And they did. He says, don't you care we're drowning? Of course he cares. He didn't have to say, yes, I care. He didn't. And he said, oh, yes, I do care. Not at all. He didn't say that because they should have known. Of course he cares. He didn't listen and respond to their unbelief. Because if he had agreed with them or listened to them, he would have agreed to you know, refuse. He would activate darkness. He wouldn't agree. He, he came to overcome darkness and destroy and defeat all the works of the devil and not participate with darkness. He chose to align himself with the frequencies of heaven. And that's what we need to do. Align ourselves with the frequencies of heaven, which you will find in the word of God. So as I've talked about words, they are being transmitted constantly (coughs) into the airways through people's conversations, through radio, television, computers. And, you know, I can turn on the radio and uh, in, in anywhere and it will pick up a conversation that may be going on in, well- in Auckland, Christchurch, the USA. It's always, it can pick up all of these frequencies. The frequencies are always there. It didn't just the radio come on or suddenly the frequency was there. The frequencies were there. So the frequencies are waiting to be picked up by receiver. You can't see them, you can't hear them until you tune into them. And God warned us, he said in Deuteronomy 30 verse 19, I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, both you and your de- that you and your descendants may live. This is a generational blessing. It's either a generational blessing Blessing or generational curse, depending on your words. So we've got to watch these things. It's time to make a new sound. Time for a new sound. God is not the one causing death and bringing the curse on people. They're there because of the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. Satan is the one behind death and the curse. But God says to us, choose life and blessing. Choose life and blessings because we have a free will. Satan cannot override our free will. He cannot override it. It's up to you. You either submit to him or resist him. And it says if you resist him, he will flee. He won't like it. So God invites us to live in this realm of his blessing. Live in the blessings of God, the blessing of God. You and I are destined to be blessed. It says in Ephesians 1.3, God who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So everything that's in heaven, we're, we're um, have inherited. We have been blessed. He has already blessed us. We need to start claiming those blessings and walking in the blessings. The blessings have been pronounced 
And they're just as powerful today as they were when they pronounced over 4,000 years ago by the Lord. So the frequencies of the blessing are still vibrating in this earth. God has released the frequencies of his favor, divine health, provision, abundance, his abundance, perfect soundness and wholeness, peace and joy. He's released all of these frequencies over us and he has not withdrawn those blessings. When we tune into life and blessings, we receive life and blessings. But it doesn't stop there. We are also to transmit life and blessings. When we bless, something living and powerful is released over a person, a church, a city, a business, whatever we bless, bringing positive benefits to them. Blessing releases God's hand in a person's life and in your own. You know, when I'm, when I'm in certain places, I like to bless. I say, Lord, I just release your blessings over this community here. I release your blessings over them. You know, do, do that. Start doing that. And going in different places, Father, I should bless. Now, I might see some people walking. I said, and I don't know why I just draw, and I said, Lord, bless those, that family or bless those children. Bless that woman. Bless that man. Just make it a habit. It's fun. <laughs> oh. So, just as our words um, of life and blessing tune into the heavenly realm and heaven transmits life and blessing, the opposite is real too. Negative words of death, unbelief, bitterness, anger, um, unforgiveness, failure, you know, oh, I'm useless, I'm useless. Hey, stop it. You're tuning into the realm of darkness and you'll bring negative results. Don't do it. Both realms are constantly listening. God is always, his ears are always open to us, always open. And um, he wants us to be speaking life so that he can be moving. He can send the angels on our behalf. He can send blessings for us. So God has already released life and blessings into the atmosphere through his word. He declares a thing and it is forever settled. And he wants us to tune into his frequencies, not Satan's. You know, there's so much garbage. You need to watch what you watch. <laughs> what, what you, watch what you watch and watch what you hear and listen to. You know, with, with our iPhones and computers today, you know, you, there's, there's atrocious things on, on that. Don't get caught. That They're a trap set by Satan. It's a trap to snare you into sin. So Proverbs 18.21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. So speak life, speak words of life, of hope, of peace, of joy, of goodness. There is no escaping this truth. Words create life or death. They, they affect our emotions our thought life, our, our general well-being, and even our future. We're in the kingdom age where God is looking for those he can trust. He has to trust our mouths. Those who will always choose carefully, they'll choose words of life and blessing. These will be the ones through whom God will demonstrate his kingdom. He can't trust those who can't be trusted with their mouths. You've got to watch it. And if you do lose it, repent quick. Repent, say, God, I'm so sorry. I should I cancel out those words 
from their assignment. Cancel the assignment that's attached to those words and repent. Jesus always spoke his he was very careful with what he what he spoke. And the freak you know, the frequency of his words are still resounding in the atmosphere today. What Jesus spoke, still in the atmosphere today. And when we tune into his words and release those words from our mouths, the angelic realm now has something to work with. And remember Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. He will give it to you. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, Jesus' name, he will give it to you. So we are to bring the realities of heaven to this earth, but it will require, require all of us to be champions of faith and to release the frequencies of heaven as we voice God's word, voice our faith and praise and give thanks to God. If you only speak what you have, that's what you will always have. But if you will dare to be a champion for the kingdom, a champion of faith, you'll make a new sound and change this earth. Start declaring things about our nation, declaring things concerning government, De declaring things over your family, declaring things over the church. We call this a blessed church, a prosperous church, filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the fire of God. Amen? That there will be signs, wonders, and gifts of your Holy Spirit manifest greatly in this church, gifts of healings and working of miracles. So as we agree with heaven and speak with the frequencies of heaven, by declaring God's words over our lives, community, nation, things will change and be healed and restored. The tribe of Levi, I'll just check how I haven't got too far to go. The tribe of Levi, they served as priests in their nation to pronounce blessings over Israel in God's name. That was their calling. That was their calling, to pronounce blessings in his name. And today Jesus has vested us with the authority and the power to bless in his name, to voice our faith, and manifest God's kingdom on the earth. Our words are charged with power and can initiate either a blessing or a curse. God wants us to live in the realm of the blessing. We give voice to our faith in the blessings. And in so doing, things in the physical realm come under the authority of heaven and things will change. So look what God says about blessing. He says in Proverbs 10.22, the NAB, which I'm not sure what version that is, it is the Lord's blessing that brings wealth and no effort can substitute for it. That's good, isn't it? It is the Lord's blessing that brings wealth and no effort can substitute for it. Proverbs 10.6 in the NAB, it says, blessings are showered on the righteous. Now, if you all have Jesus Christ in your heart, you are the righteous, and he says blessings are showered upon the righteous. You need to start declaring that every day. Father, I thank you that blessings are... I'm the righteous because of Jesus Christ. You're the righteous because of Jesus Christ, if he's your Lord and Saviour. And Father, I just thank you because of that. Blessings are showered upon me. Thank you for your blessings today. Start speaking now. Such power in our words. So we place ourselves in a position of faith to receive the blessing and voice our faith, making a new sound, a sound of victory charged with the frequencies of heaven. Have great expect, expectations in what God is doing in the earth and in our nation through you. Amen. So, Father, 
We thank you for your word this morning. Father, we thank you for the praise that we've been able to enter into in the worship time, Father. And we thank you, Father God, that we also are now going to partake of communion, Lord. We're going to take of the body of our Lord Jesus Christ and we're going to take of the cup, the blood shed for us. Father, that all our sins be forgiven, Father God, that we get our hearts right, Father God, before you. This is a precious time, a sacred time, because it's representing your son and the, the agony and the pain he went through for us on that cross, shedding his blood for us. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord, for the for your the body, the bread, which is your represents the body, we call it blessed. And Father, the, the juice, we representing the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that we have a covenant with you. All of us has a covenant with Almighty God if you're born of the Spirit of God. And Father God, in that covenant, there's healing for our body, peace for our soul, provision and finances, prosperity, spirit, soul, body, and in every way you have promised it for us. And Father, we, we thank you for it, Father. We do. Thank you, Jesus. Just before we take it, I just want us to um, speak a declaration. Okay, would you like to stand for a minute and we'll get the, and then we'll have, go into communion. So it's about what we've been hearing. So say this after me. I align myself with the frequencies of heaven and declare that the blessings of God are being released on me. Because of the blessing, I prosper. I am in good health, even as my soul prospers. I find favour. My family is blessed. My church is blessed. New Zealand is blessed. I have great expectations for myself, my family, the church, and the nation. I am making a new sound. It's the sound of victory because I have victorious overcoming faith. Amen. 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 I tell you, it's so powerful to declare things. Re 